to the Rhythms Podcast. I'm Brian Wise, editor of the magazine. And this week, my special guest is Tex Perkins, who's been around for many years with The Cruel Sea, The Beast Suburban, Tex Don and Charlie, The Man in Black Stage Show, and now with The Fat Rubber Band, in which he's teamed up with the guitarist Matt Walker and an array of Melbourne musicians to produce a very swampy, funky album. Originally, we thought that it might be an album of cover versions because they released a couple of singles that were covers of New Orleans classics, but that is not the case. The new album contains all original songs. I think you're going to like it if you're a Tex Perkins fan and or a Matt Walker fan. I caught up with Tex, who lives in the Northern Rivers district of New South Wales, to have a chat about the album, which was inspired by he and Matt listening to the Link Ray album, Beans and Fatback. So let's hear a track from that album, and then we'll talk to Tex Perkins.
how are you? Um, I think I'm okay. I'm just checking the pulse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. You're how sta- are you? I, I'm not bad. Uh, I'm, are you standing on a hill sort of getting some mobile reception, are you? Yeah, I am. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sitting in the car. Okay. But, uh, and I'm, and um, I finally learned something today. Yeah. That um that the that the the little there's a little sort of a crisscross pad above the driver's seat in my car. I never really noticed it, but uh, it's the hands-free microphone. And for for years I've had this car, and only today I realized, I learnt my my daughter showed me that I didn't have to speak into the phone. I didn't have to hold the phone, and uh, now I'm I'm sitting here, literally hands-free, using and directing my uh, vocal towards the little crisscross pad above my head. F- fantastic! You learn something new every day, don't you? <laughs> but I'm just looking back on all the idiots. You know, is this better? And I'm speaking right into the phone. You know, like I'm I'm grabbing the phone and how how come you can't hear me? Oh, yeah, I can kind of hear you, but so I'm. I was completely uh, directing my energies in the wrong direction for years. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Tex, on one of the songs out there, you uh, sing, I've been out in there in the sticks. I'm sorry to say city people give me the shits. Is that still the case? <laughs> Even more so. That was, written, that was written before COVID too. So, um, <laughs> so, so that song sort of is, uh, yeah, the epitome of the sort of, of, uh, you know, an individual that has had enough of society and wants to get, you know, he's on the outside and he's looking out. (laughs) 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 So, um, yeah, I don't know. Look, I actually do live on the fringes of society uh, and uh, and on uh, and technological um, convenience. Um, We've we've lived uh, rurally uh, for 23 years and um, yes, we've We've managed to do that without a Seven Eleven for you know Amazing. <laughs> all this time. So uh, all this whole this, this all this um, uh, this whole pandemic thing was uh, was pretty smooth at the beginning because we we're, we're used to sort of uh, stocking up because uh, there's no corner shop for us. So you know, you've, you've got to you've got to buy a week's worth of whatever you want. You know, anytime you leave. You were doing a show on Bay FM in Byron at one stage, weren't you? I was myself and the late. James Cruikshank had a uh, had a show from ten till midnight on uh, on uh, I think it was Thursday nights uh, for a couple of years, and uh, we, we loved I loved it. I, I dream about getting back into uh, community radio. Great, that'd be terrific. You reckon? You reckon? You reckon? You guys would have me? I don't think there'd be a problem with that, Tex. Really. What, what about if I just syndicated my show and, and any, you know, all community radios can have it? I'll, I'll just do it on my laptop and just uh, give it to anyone that'll have, that'll have it. Good idea. You can have my show. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll completely swap. Yeah, you know, it'll, we'll do a, li- a life swapped uh, situation. <laughs> hey, uh, congratulations on the new album. It's a beauty. Where, when did you first get to team up with Matt Walker? How long ago was that, and how how did the relationship develop? Well, I've known Matt since the nineties, the mid nineties, uh, when he first put out his first album. I listened to the night. Uh, he used to be, a, of course, a, a duo with Ash Davies. I've known Matt 
for that long, but uh, he joined the cast of The Man in Black around 2010, and uh, so we we worked together through that decade on that. But um, around 2017, we 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 started to team up uh, as a duo. Uh, I started um, actually it was it was a it was a period of time leading up to the, the last Text on and Charlie album, and um, the promoter's wisdom was that we were to starve the market of. Um, um, any uh, text and Charlies or text Don and Charlies of any kind. So, um, so I had to stop working with Charlie, you know, to starve the market leading up to the uh, release of the album. So, uh, but you know me, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I'm not going to stop playing. So, um, so I, I, I looked around and uh, there was Matt Walker, and uh, and I quickly learnt that uh, pretty much I could play anything with Matt, anything in, a, in my back catalogue, you know, like anything. You know, any of the country stuff, any of the blues stuff, any of the Cruel Sea stuff, especially the Cruel Sea stuff, because I hadn't really had a, uh, a, a duo partner that could, could play any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charlie's great, but he's a specialist. And uh, Murray Patterson's great too, but he's also uh, a kind of a specialist in one particular field. But uh, with Matt, I, I could find I could just go absolutely anywhere in my back catalogue and, and we could present a, you know, a, a, a credible version so um that was around 2017 and then pretty soon after that we started writing together and uh i don't know whether you know the story of how that came about but um but let me tell you yeah tell me (laughs) let me me tell you the wonderful legendary story of uh me obtaining a copy of link ray's beans and fatback and uh, it was a vinyl uh, copy and i took a picture of it and sent it to Matt because Matt and I had talked about Link Ray quite often and especially these two albums that uh, he recorded in 1971. One was a self-titled album. It's called Link Ray, which is a brilliant record. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and the follow-up is Beans and Fatback. Anyway, I sent, I sent a copy, a, a photo of him and he, and he instantly re- replied, uh, awesome, let's, let's make an album like that. And... Um, and um, that was it. That was the. He left the door. He, 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 he opened the door, and I quickly ran through the opportunity to start writing uh, original music with Matt Walker, and um, we started a, a demo, email demo, uh, back and forth, which um, quickly resulted in about seven or eight songs within within a month, and, and all, all those songs appear on on the album. But, um, so I guess, yeah, I guess also that's where the title of the band, part of the title of the band came from. Indeed, we, we referred to the pro- project as Fatback for a long time. So, but um, but there is a disco band uh, from the seventies called the Fatback Band. So uh, we had to uh, let go of that one, but we, we couldn't let go of the fat. And uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. But um, we um, and I also realised that there was no there was no rubber bands. After all these, after all these years in um, in rock and roll history, nobody called themselves the Rubber Band. I find that I very surprising. I find that very surprising I too. I was shocked, and I and and of course I quickly leapt upon it. And uh, <laughs> but um, but back to Matt's um, response. Let's make an album like that. I mean, and now that begs the question: What is an album like that? Mm. Well. Well, to me, an album like that is uh, it's a lo-fi uh, country funk blues swamp kind of uh, uh, gumbo of uh, styles recorded.
recorded somewhere not that isn't a conventional recording studio. These albums were recorded in a chicken shack on uh, Link's brother's Vernon's farm. So, um, so that 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 always fascinated. That's always fascinated me. Um, uh, albums recorded sort of if in in loca- or almost on location or in locations that sort of help give the recording a uh, an atmosphere or a flavour or, a, or a, just a, a sense of um, almost a sense of you know, the listener being there. And um, Matt uh, had a, uh, a studio in his back shed, so I guess he was in a good position to initiate that invitation of making that album because he had a you know a back shed studio. I mean, um, Stovepipe Studios was pretty good and pretty well equipped, but it it offered us that what we wanted the the ability to put a band in the same room and and yeah and 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 to be able to hear the room and and hear things like you know feet stomping on the floor and chairs creaking and that sort of all those sort of you know just those sort of you know, those errant sounds that that I, I don't know, I, I I welcome on recordings personally. It's a, it's a, they're the sort of things that people you know spend days trying to get rid of, <laughs> off of recordings. But um, I welcome any any sort of accidental sounds, you know, unless they're absolutely, <laughs> like, unless it's like a, a like, like a a fire alarm. Perhaps perhaps you know you shouldn't have that on there. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind ambulances <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> But I'm staying secluded 
I should tell people that they're, uh, I'm Brian Wise and I'm talking to Tex Perkins, who sounds like he's sitting next to a river somewhere up in the northern rivers <laughs> district up in New South Wales. So, so Tex, did you come down and add your parts or did you add them remotely? How did that work? No, no, uh, we, we worked... We worked mostly in uh, Matt's studio, right. but um, we we did have a habit of recording um, on the on the road. We there's a, there's a track the, the track you referred to before out there. It's got um, it's got a symphony of frogs and um, <laughs> uh, uh, as the background recording, and we we uh, we initiated that track um, on floating on a floating pontoon. In the middle of the night, uh, in the, it was our, it was where we were staying. It had um, it had a, the house that we were staying, but it had a, a billabong in front of it, and it had a jetty and a and a, a floating pontoon. And we uh, we went out there with a bunch of guitars and uh, recorded some stuff. And then we just recorded the symphony of uh, of, uh, of night creatures and mostly mostly frogs. Sounds like and, it could um, have. Sounds like it could have come off the uh, Doctor John album Grigory or something like that when you when you listen to it. That is that is a huge influence. Doctor John, or if uh, yeah, Doctor John is probably along with Captain Beefheart and and the Rolling Stones, probably just so uh, inherent in in my when I play this sort of music. Those are the characters that I refer to. That are, they're the influences that are almost, um, you know, yeah, yeah, in my DNA, really. Yeah. Actually, I, I originally thought that the album might be a, sort of an album of covers because you released some a couple of great singles: Alan Toussaint's uh, "Everything I Do Gonna Be Funky" and Bobby Charles' "I Must Be in a Good Place Now." But it's all originals. Yes, yeah, I'm glad it worked out that way. We wanted, I mean. In the old days, if this was a CD, we probably if if this was we were planning it as a CD, we probably would have put those tracks on there. But um, this album is very much designed as a vinyl album. It's 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 almost exactly 22 minutes aside, which I believe is about the perfect amount of time that before you start squeezing your sound, you know. Mm-hmm. Squeezing your you know, your grooves together too much, you know, before you start losing your fatness, and uh, and and <laughs> it's uh, you know those KTEL um, um, albums that are uh, over an over an hour long. The sound quality, <laughs> it's it's value for money, but the sound quality is limited. Right. Well, that fatness is contributed to by Steve Hadley and Roger Bergadaz and Evan Richards, isn't it? They're the other components In, of the fat rubber indeed. band. Yeah. Indeed. We had, well, we automatically got uh, Hadley because uh, we love him. Because, well, he's, he's lucky enough, we're lucky enough to be to consider him family. And um, But he's also just, he was just a perfect uh, bass player to get for this and I mean, so many other things that I've I've worked with over the last. Uh, I, again, I started working with uh, Steve through the Man in Black, and um, wouldn't wouldn't think of having any other bass player for for anything that I do. If you can get Steve Hadley, you get Steve Hadley. And then, um, of course, Roger is. Um, I've no, known Roger for, through mainly mainly from his uh, engineering and producing because uh, he recorded quite a few albums for me. Uh, a few Dark Horses albums, the the Ape album. And the, and the band of gold, a few other things. So uh, 
I know Roger as a producer mainly, but um, but he's just a just an all around great musician as well. He plays with Matt in uh, the Los Ragas. He plays bass with them, but um, he's a wonderful drummer and he understood exactly what we were we were trying to achieve. And um, but yes, the, the last aspect that we thought we I mean we could have got a keyboard player. You know, I mean, there's a there's a there's always a place for a bit of keyboard player, but we decided that um, and through our um, through our study of uh, of rock and roll recordings, well, not only rock and roll, but uh, R&B, blues, funk um, uh, recordings from the 50s and 60s, mainly that the percussion was, you know, so vital. And uh, it usually sat right up in the mix. I mean, back then, um, Bo Diddley had a maraca player who only played maracas. That's his one job. He was in the band <laughs> to play maracas. So he, so, so um, we've given um, Ev a few more jobs than just maracas. Uh, we've got him on congas, uh, maracas, um, tambourine, uh, and uh, on the rider we have we ask for any stray bits of metal, metal or an empty metal beer keg. That's a, that's a, that's on our um, equipment rider. Now, now Tex, if you got so, any, if you got any gigs. Plant. I mean, there will be gigs coming up. Well, things are still sort of just um, things have been up in the air for so long, <laughs> and the, they're they're kind of settling down. Look, we've got a bunch of gigs that were supposed to happen uh, months ago, yeah, and now they've they've uh, they're all going to happen in January. Matt and I will be doing a few um, duo shows around Melbourne in January. Great, but um, but the Fat Rubber Band had a, um, a single release gig so i think we were releasing um a place in the sun our last single or maybe it was a single before maybe actually it was for danger has been kind and of course everything got cancelled and uh postponed and, and that gig is at the memo on the uh 13th of january so uh that'll be the that'll be the first appearance uh post album release of the fat rubber band but um but yeah it's a it's a gig that's been kicked down the track uh, a few times. Great. So, hey, you mentioned place in the sun. It sounds like you found a place in the sun up there, up there, and uh, with your life and everything and the music. Yes. Well, <laughs> so Matt um, sent me the demo of that, and uh, all, all it involved was a very infectious, catchy blues guitar riff, and he had the title "I Got No Place in the Sun," and I was listening to this demo sitting on my deck at my home <laughs> in my shorts out in the sun. And I thought, do have a place in the sun, <laughs> actually. I can't sing about, you know, complain about, uh, oh, I've got no place in the world. Oh, I'm all adrift. So I changed, I completely flipped the uh, the the intent and the uh, the theme of the song to uh, being about the, you know, the pride one has in having... You know, put down some kind of roots somewhere. You know, it could be, it could be anywhere. It could be, you know, you could be proud of your mother's basement, or you know, you, you know, you, it could be a shack in a swamp. It could be a penthouse, but it's, you know, it's yours, and you, it's somewhere you love, and somewhere you will, uh, you know, you'll defend. Thanks, thanks for talking to us. Can I tell you before we go, my favourite song on the album, which I reckon is, it's almost like a, a gospel song in a way, is Trouble Goodbye. It is a fantastic song. Mm, thank you. 
Yeah, that's a. It was one of the last ones that we uh, that we developed. But uh, I'm happy you like any of them, Brian. Well, you're coming. If you're coming from somewhere that Dr. John's inhabited musically, I tell you what, I'd have to like it. It would be compulsory. <laughs> now, well, a, a lot of um, that's a good example of another attitude we had of, of the al- album that we realised we had five singers. So um, we're big on harmonies. We're big on five-part harmonies. So um, occasionally we sound like um, um, the Little River Band. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> the Little River Band with fuzz. Yeah. Hey, thanks for talking to us, Tex, and uh, congratulations on what is a terrific album. And it's uh, great to catch up with you. Yeah, it was a joy to speak to you, Brian. Thank you. Hopefully we'll see you playing playing live somewhere. Well, yeah, Memo 13th for the we'll, Fat Rubber Band and... We'll pencil and in, in around room. Melbourne with for uh, me and Matt as a duo. Great. Turn and walk away. 
Perkins and the Fat Rubber Band from their brand new album and a song called Trouble Goodbye, the album featuring Matt Walker on guitar. And we also heard from the album Out There, very, very swampy indeed. And we were talking to Tex, of course, about his music and about the album. In fact, he was up in the Northern Rivers area of New South Wales. Uh, pardon the dodgy phone connection in a couple of places there. We also heard at the beginning of the interview Alabama Electric Circus from Link Ray and the album Beans and Fatback. Thanks for joining me on the Rhythms Podcast. I'll be back with another one next week. The November-December issue of the magazine is out now. You can find all the details at rhythms.com.au. If you're a subscriber, you will be getting a 32-track download sampler card free with the magazine, or you've already got it, hopefully. And if you want to subscribe, that's what you'll get in the poster if you're a brand-new subscriber. As I said, I'll be back with another Rhythms Podcast next week. Week. Have a great week.